This podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, and tech gadgets to art and other epic gear, it's like having Comic-Con in a box. Loot Crate also features individual subscription boxes for gaming, anime, Marvel, and WWE fans, and plans begin at just $24.99 a month. So head on over to cinemageekly.com slash lootcrate, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. In the far reaches of the galaxy... A civilization is under siege. We are all that is left. They've searched the universe for a leader. Stay tuned for scenes from next week's Galaxy Quest. Never give up. Never surrender. You will save us. What they got. Never give up. And never surrender. We're struggling TV actors. Okie dokie. And they're about to put on a command performance. Eight million light years away. We are actors, not astronauts. You are our protectors. That was a hell of a thing. Now. Laredo, take us out. You gotta move to the right. Would you sit Sit your ass down? You wanna drive this to... Acting like heroes. The whole thing was just a misunderstanding. May not be enough. They look like little children. Hi, little guy. I'm done. DreamWorks Pictures presents Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Alan Rickman. Galaxy Quest. You're just gonna have to kill it. Well, go for the mouth to throw his vulnerable spots. It's a rocket that not any vulnerable spots. It's a brand new episode of Mystery Teen Girl Theater 9000. That's the title, right? We need to change the name. <laughs> One of these days, I'm gonna mess it up. Uh, it's a brand new episode of Mystery Teen Girl Theater 9000. We've officially doubled the episode count. Yay! Hey, we're at episode six. Yep. Okay. I, I checked. I verified. It's episode six. We did the math ahead of time and then checked online anyway to make sure that we were correct. Yeah. Um, delivering this a little bit late, yeah, a little sorry. bit later than usual. <laughs> we forgot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kayla just up and left my house, not recording the podcast. <laughs> so I dragged her back here on a week where she's not supposed to be here. So don't tell anybody, internet. Shh, don't tell law enforcement. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so she's here in secret. Yes. And we are recording this episode. Uh, we're the recording mo- this episode in a secret bunker where <laughs> no one will ever find us. No. Uh, and it was totally worth it to talk about 1999's Galaxy Quest. Woo! Uh, we went to all this trouble just to talk about this movie, Kayla, that stars uh, Tim Allen and uh, Alan Rickman and Sigourney yes. Weaver and so the many best others. Best cast for a movie I think I've ever seen. 
so I picked this movie for a couple of reasons. One, I legitimately love and enjoy this movie. He was previously not allowed to watch it. <laughs> That's the second reason I picked it, it, it. It was banned from the household because of... Yep. I... Uh, Mom hates this movie. Yes, she And does. that is the primary reason I picked it, because I can just do that now in my yeah. own place. So I did it, and I watched <laughs> Galaxy Quest with surround sound on a big-ass screen, and I enjoyed every single second of it. And he decided that while he did that, he would torture his daughter along the way. <laughs> now, hold on, though. Because, okay, so the last time we did a third episode... Yes. We did The Mummy, which I thought you were going to like. And then I didn't like it. And then you really didn't like it. I don't think you hated it, but you're like, eh. It was a little too corny for me. Yeah, which is like, oh, how could you? Come on. That's the best part. It's just very by-the-numbers action movie for me. <laughs> you know, every time we've brought this up and you're like, I just didn't like it, I always go to the defense of this movie. That's going to be the running theme for this podcast. We, we go off on a tangent about The Mummy because we constantly argue about it. The very last episode of this podcast will be me sitting you down to rewatch the mummy and then you liking it and then i can end the podcast happily at that point but until that happens the show will go on forever yes. you'll be like a uh, mystery adult theater oh, no, 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 no. you're gonna be 35 years old and i'm gonna be like okay it's time to watch the mummy again might have to workshop that title that doesn't sound very good mystery adult theater <laughs> I could do. It could use some tweaking. Might have to. Might have to edit that one a little bit. <laughs> okay. I'll so, see myself out. Okay. I mean, honestly, that's better than anything I'm going to say the whole rest of this episode. We could stop it right there, but let's not. Let's instead talk about <laughs> the movie. About my opinion. Yeah. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the movie for a minute. Do you want me to run down the events? Have you already forgotten what happens in this movie, or do you think you can nail it? I'm going to try. I know the last time I tried to recount the events okay. of a movie, I failed miserably. Oh, yeah. Your brain froze within uh, like the first three seconds. Yeah. So, uh, Tim Allen is yes. the star of this movie. Mm -hmm. And in this movie, he plays an actor who is also the star of a TV show. A Star Trek-esque television show. A Star Trek-esque television show. Peter Quincy Taggart yes. was his name. Yes. And uh, they get really famous off of this show he's still like hanging on to it he doesn't want to let it go the rest of the cast is over it they're done they're sick of it yeah um i can't believe this is all we are we're just yeah. doing just doing comic cons essentially yeah, alan yes. rickman especially is not happy about <laughs> the circumstances whatsoever no but uh what ends up happening is that there is this race of aliens mm -hmm. that arrive on earth who have seen episodes of the show and they think that it is real and madness ensues. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, they... Did I do it? Yeah, essentially, yes. Yay! Uh, and it's about the friends that they made along the way. So basically, everybody has like a big character arc. Yes. Uh, all of them mm -hmm. have their moments in this. Um, but yeah, the, the signals beamed from Earth go into space and they reach this alien species who are having trouble with another species that are trying to eradicate them. Yes. And they are essentially a peace-loving and, uh, for the most part, a very naive species. They're very kind and, like, gentle and not very violent. And they're yeah. only learning about these concepts because of the bad guy they ran into. Yes. And they saw the TV show... And they have no concept of what a television show is. So they think what they see is real. They think that all of these characters are not, in fact, characters, but real people. And they go to Earth 
to essentially recruit them. They build the TV show Spaceship, but for real, and yes. everything in it down to the last, like... Down uh, to the last, like, panel on the floor. Yes. It's all to, meant to be exactly like the ship on the show. So when they get there, at first, I don't even know. I don't even know what Tim Allen is all about, because at first... Uh, once he realizes that this is all real, he's kind of just into it. He's really excited about it. I don't even know why. Like, how are you not scared to death? Like, exactly. you know you're fake. Like, if I got randomly transported to a spaceship in outer yes. space, I think I would actually just die on yeah. the spot. Everyone um, else, every everyone else, when they end up with them, they're all freaked the fuck out. Like, they're they terrified. Should. As they should. Yes. <laughs> um. So, yeah, they're all terrified. Absolutely. Uh, but... Uh, as things kind of go about, they sort of all have these arcs and realize that they are more than just the fake actors or whatever. They're more than that. Character so, development. Yeah, they, they all kind of come around and have like their big heroic moments and stuff. And then, you know, as you do, they save the day. And then when they go yes. back to Earth, uh, they end up getting their television show renewed. Yes, but they enjoy it this time. <laughs> yes, now they're now they're having fun. Now that they have bonded and had this had this shared uh, experience uh, together, uh, it's largely a comedy. Yes, but I'd say so. but it definitely infuses some some serious moments in there, it that I think are, are well done. Yes. Um, so let's go with okay. First, let's address the elephant in the room. Yes. Okay, I just made a motion with my hands that no one can see. So there was just si- I'm like, so first, and then there's silence. I, I made a gesture with just, my hands. Just imagine. Yes. Just imagine it. I gestured with my hands. I'm telling you, you should change all your podcasts to be video podcasts. <laughs> let's, let's address the elephant in the room. Yeah. Did you like this movie? I did. Ah, all right. <laughs> I do understand why my mother finds the aliens annoying, but that didn't ruin it for me. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. The aliens have like a weird on purpose speech pattern because they are not human. They they assume humanoid shape. Their normal form is not human. They're like floaty squids. Yeah. Um, They're like, they're like Splatoon characters. (laughs) What a crazy reference. But, I would have never imagined. But much more dangerous <laughs> than yes. if you've squids ever, with paintball guns. Yeah, if you've ever played Splatoon for like Wii U or Nintendo Switch or whatever. <laughs> if you ever made the grave mistake of playing Splatoon. Yeah, they're essentially squiddy characters from Splatoon. But they do not speak English very good. They do not. So they uh, are guessing how to speak English based on yes. this TV show that they've seen. Their walking and their talking is not so great. No. Um, Dwight from The Office is in this in one of his first roles, I think. Actually, you know what? I don't see any difference between. <laughs> he essentially played Dwight Schrute. He essentially actually. was Dwight. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> uh, I'm just convinced that Rain Wilson was just born to be Dwight and yes. only Dwight. And uh, that's the only thing he can do. And ironically, he would go on to play a character in Star Trek. He would be in Star Trek Discovery. Yes, he would. Where he plays uh, Hardcore Fenton Mud. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we'll go back to that Star Trek reference in a little bit. But, okay, so you like the movie. I did. That's like three for three. Yeah. I wasn't sure how you were going to feel about this one. Um, so, I don't know, kind of tell me your your thoughts, your impressions on, on, the, on the whole movie. I mean, there was a lot going on. Yes. <laughs> um, but for some reason, it just, there was a lot happening, but it made sense. Mm-hmm. Like... 
you know, normally I have a problem when movies have like so much going on all at the same time. Yeah. But this was one of those instances where I was like, okay, I can I can vibe with this. This is okay. Yeah. Um, there were obviously the the aliens were a problem for me because it, it did get annoying. After like at first it was funny, but then like after a while of hearing them talk, I'm like, make like <laughs> make better sentences, make better word sounds. It's, it's not really, that hard. It's really kind of only the one that talks like that specifically. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, he seems to be the, actually the others seem to manage the language much better than he did. He seemed to be yeah. the only one struggling. Yeah, he he was having a rough time. I feel like he just made an acting choice. I, yeah, I feel like that was just a creative liberty that he took. <laughs> um, but there were a lot of things about this movie that I appreciated. Mm. I really like. I obviously really like Star Trek. So I don't, know, I don't know if you knew that, but <laughs> no, you're a smart kid. Uh, I really like Star Trek. So having it be something that was sort of like Star Trek was very nice. Yeah, I mean, you don't like it enough, so we're going to work on that. But uh, <laughs> what are you on about? I, I've got very high standards. Uh, I you, like Star Trek. What, what what more do you want from me? I mean, I need you to constantly make references to Star Trek to me in order for me to actually feel it. I, I don't feel it, Kayla. Okay. I don't enough about it see okay that's what i'm talking about you need to like it more okay stop doing hand motions no one can see you (laughs) no one can see you i need i need like some deep cut like season two star trek the next generation references from like the third episode like that's what i need that's the level of commitment i need so let me know when you're on my level okay I hope to never be on your level. Uh, I hope okay. I hope to have a stable social life. Oh wow, thank you. <laughs> okay, let's stop taking digs at me and uh let's can, talk about We can do the roast podcast later. Yeah, please. Uh instead let's talk about things that didn't quite work for you. There's one thing that you keep telling me about how this is like one of the best worst looking movies you've ever seen. Yes, so it, it- it looked to me like obviously this was a movie that you were not supposed to take seriously. No. Like this movie was in no way meant to be a serious film. Definitely definitely kind of a spoof on Star Trek while paying homage this, to it. This was no Schindler's List. Um <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh you keep mentioning it, young lady, and one day I will put this movie in front of you and we will watch it. So just be careful. Watch your watch your words. That will be the day that I quit. <laughs> uh I will put in my two weeks notice. Okay. Um I mean, it just, it, there were a couple times where I was like, I feel like they could have put a little more money into the budget on well, some things. I mean, I, I know what you're saying, but it's a comedy movie. Yes. So tough already on the budget. Yeah. And also 1999. Yeah. So we're not dealing with the height of, I mean, this is like, you know, this came out the same year as The Matrix did. But The Matrix was going to get way bigger budget than Galaxy Quest. Because Keanu Reeves. Yeah. That, the, that was the only reason. This was like a moderate box office success, uh, this movie was. But, uh, like, big critical acclaim. Does that surprise you that it got very well reviewed? Really? Um, it, uh, in fact, it got nominated for men, uh, several awards, actually. It won the Hugo Award for Best wow. Dramatic Presentation. Okay. Yes, an award originally won by the original Star Trek series in the 1960s. Oh. It won the Nebula Award for Best Script. It was nominated for 10 Saturn Awards, including nice. Best Sci-Fi Film, Best Director, 
uh, Best Actress for Sigourney Weaver and Best Supporting Actor for Alan Rickman with, with Tim Allen winning Best Actor for the Saturn Award that year. So, yeah. Oh, uh, another fun fact. Star Trek fans at a Star Trek convention in 2013 voted this the seventh best Star Trek film. (laughs) Even though it is not a Star Trek movie. I wonder how the cast of Star Trek felt about that. But it is so... Like, to be fair, there are some not... There are definitely some Star Trek movies that Galaxy Quest is way better than. Yes. Um, That's... I don't even think... uh, And look, uh, a Cinema Geekly fun fact. When we did our uh, horribly flawed and incredibly decisive podcast where we decided, like, the best movie of a genre or a franchise, stuff like that, we did Star Trek once. And we considered heavily putting Galaxy Quest in the... In in the tournament for voting, I feel like a lot of people would have been mad at you as a tiebreaker. But we did not. We did. We ended up not doing that. Yeah. Um. But like, I can see it. Like, the show is very clearly like Tim Allen is very clearly playing like a William Shatner esque. Kirk. He reminds me a lot of William Shatner. Yeah. In this movie. Alan Rickman was very clearly playing like a Leonard Nimoy. I don't want to be Spock. I don't want to only be Spock. Like, uh, there was definitely a period in his life before he re-embraced the character where he was like, uh... I don't want this to just be who I am. Yeah, like, I don't want to be typecast for the rest of my life. And Alan Rickman was totally doing that. And there were plays on a bunch of the other, you know, like uh, Sigourney Weaver's female character, her only job is to repeat what the computer says. Yes. Uh, stuff like that. And of course, because Tim Allen is playing a ripoff of William Shatner, his shirt comes off multiple times, his clothes get ripped. <laughs> sure. For uh, seemingly no reason. So, uh, favorite character... Do you have a favorite character in the movie? I mean, is it Rickman? Yes. That's not even a question. By Grabthar's hammer, Kayla. I cannot believe <laughs> you made is that. Is that even a question? <laughs> it's Alan Rickman. Like, what? I would be committing a hate crime to I mean, say that Alan Rickman was not my favorite character. I mean, he's so good. Yes. Um, I mean, Alan Rickman's good at everything. So. A- Alan Rickman played Alexander Dane, who plays Dr. Lazarus. Yes. And, I mean, I really think saying by Grabthar's hammer should become a thing that happens more often, especially if you're awestruck by something. I feel like this really should be, uh, should really be said more often. Like yes. if you, like if you go and see like, I don't know, like the Washington monument, I, I need you to clutch at your heart and just say by Grabthar's <laughs> hammer. I wouldn't uh, be doing that for the Washington monument. But okay. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's just a tall rock. I don't know what you... Uh, it's a pointy rock, okay? It's, it's, that's, There's a lot of pointy rocks out there, Dad. That's special. Um, look, I... Normally, I agree with you, too. But on this particular watch-through, I forgot how much I love Tony Shalhoub's... Uh, He's fantastic. His, fr- his character, Fred Kwan, who plays Tech Sergeant Chen. I am convinced he's high the whole time. Oh, my God. I mean, it's brought up at one point in the movie, but his character in the movie is just, while everyone else is freaking out, he's just accepting everything as it is. He's almost excited. Yeah. He's like, okay, well, I'm on a spaceship now. All right. Uh, Let's just, uh, let's just go with it. He is a dude who has no fucks left to give. Yeah. He's just like, life is what it is and I'm okay with it. 
whatever it is. I think we could all do with like a little bit of that in our lives. Mm-hmm. I wish I could be as laid back. Yes. Uh, but I he wish was... I could give as little shits as Coach Lou. <laughs> but he was unfortunately, so funny. I give too many shits. He was so funny. He was so funny in this movie. Um, even um, you had uh, Sam Rockwell as he played like the guest star red shirt. Um, who is like the host of one of the cons, but he got sucked up with them. Um, so he sort of became, and he got a role. He did. He got a role in the TV show, in the reboot. He got a name and everything. Yes. Uh, Guy Finnig, Flegman? Fleet something. Let me see. Um, Guy, it's Fleegman. Fleegman. But in the reboot, he becomes chief security officer, <laughs> security chief Rock Ingersoll. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's it's a surprisingly good movie that still holds up, I think. I think it's still really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's better if you know a little bit about Star Trek. I don't think it's required. No. I think you can still enjoy the premises easy enough yeah, to can, grasp. You can definitely watch this movie without having to know what Star Trek is. Yeah, but if you do, I think if it adds an extra... Better. Yeah, I think it adds an extra layer, and there are other things that you can kind of chuckle yeah, at. Yeah, because then there are, like, subtle jokes that you, like, pick up on more. And- mm-hmm, yeah. I mean, and, and you've got, like, the, the nerd kids who are... And you've got... The like the nerd kids who like have the technical schematics for the ship that like help them out too at the end. That especially, was funny. Especially when he's like, "Okay, kid, everything about it is real," and the kid's like, "Oh my god, I knew this fake TV show is actually real." Um, and then he like calls up all of his nerd friends. Yeah. One of which was Jeremy Howard, who plays Donatello in the Michael Bay and Charles movies. <laughs> Don't ask how I know that. Unimportant. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Moving on. Um, but yeah. Okay, so you liked it. I did. That is good. It will. In, it's good because number one, I like it. Okay, uh, and number two, you know, number one really should be. I'm happy because you like it, but sadly for me, that's number three on my list. Number one, I like it because you heard it here, folks. You I, heard it here first, folks. He doesn't care about my opinion. No, the third, third on the list, kiddo. Uh, because number one, it means you like the movie that I like. Yeah. So that's that's a plus in my column. Yeah. Uh, your mom hates it, and you like it, so another win in my column. Yes. And then number three, you like it, and so I'm happy for you in that regard, but that's like third place when in this I, when instance. When I told my mom that I didn't hate this movie, she was very audibly disappointed in me. <laughs> um, she was very disgusted that he would even think about showing this movie to me she's very upset i feel so vindicated on so many levels <laughs> victory is mine told, i'm gonna she told me that i couldn't try to imitate the alien voices and then i told her that i couldn't even if i wanted to oh but secretly deep down secretly inside. i try every night at three in the morning <laughs> i sit there and i work on it so then one day before i move out i can just hit her with it and uh, she can't do anything yeah just like thor's hammer just smash it thank you I appreciate it. Thank you, Kayla, for your service. Yes. Uh, in advance. Yeah. I don't know if this will actually ever come to fruition, but if it does... It probably won't. I'll probably forget about everything that I've said today within the next five minutes. <laughs> it's a good thing we're recording it forever and putting it onto the internet. Yay! Huzzah! Okay, so that's the podcast for whatever this is now. I was going to say for this every <laughs> other week, but the schedule is weird now. So It'll get back on track. It's just this time was weird. Yeah, we'll be right. Actually, we'll kind of be back in a fairly short turnaround, I guess. Yeah, a few days. Um, okay. I thought I was going to go a little bit out of the box. Apparently, I've not gone far enough out of the box. I'm scared. So now I might just <laughs> swing for the fences. 
If you show me Schindler's List, I I'm not okay. It's not going to be Schindler's List. I don't I, think I don't think y'all understand. I I don't want to watch Schindler's List. I know you really don't want to watch it. I have heard too much about how emotionally harrowing that movie is. Oh, it's awful. Like uh, I already have enough emotional trauma. I don't need any more. <laughs> look, I'm I'm I've reached Avengers Endgame levels with that movie where I can make it to the end. But the end is what kills me every yes, time. I, I cannot, cannot make it through the end of Endgame. I can't make it through the end of Endgame. I have, to, I have to stop it first before it gets there. I can't even... Schindler's List is so much worse because, like, once I even see the setup for the scene, I start losing it. Like, just, you know knowing that this, just yeah. knowing the scene is there, I, I cannot make it through. I do that all the time with every death in Harry Potter. But no. I know exactly <laughs> when they all happen. But no. Uh, I'm going to swing for the fences. I'm going to pick something that's way out of the box, but I'm going to try to pick something that I hope that you might like, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to go, I'm going to go a little bit outside of the, I'm going to go a little bit outside of the box. I think, I think I said that once or twice already. All right. Um, So that is, that is, that is my aim for the next podcast. In the meantime, head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show, which they're kind of are now, sort of. There are five other episodes to listen to. Yeah. Uh, And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for Mystery Mystery Teen Teen Girl Girl Theater Theater 9000 and hit subscribe. (laughs) And that way you can come back next time and uh, see if I can succeed for a fourth straight podcast in a row. Kayla, there's just no way. I feel like I'm setting myself up for failure, (laughs) but we're going to find out. Don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. Okay. And you're going to find out too. Uh, Oh, God. Nope. Okay. Just going to slide Schindler's List back into the... Nope. It can't be Schindler's List. It can't be Schindler's List. I don't know how to end this podcast now, Kayla. Quick, get me out of this mess. Um, just just say goodbye uh, in a uh, foreign language. Uh, some, something. Adios. <laughs> Adios. Farewell. Farewell. <laughs>